everybody. Welcome back to hour three of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. So glad to have you back. That's right. Along with our guest, Kareen Rios. That's me. We've been talking about all kinds of stuff today. What haven't we talked about? I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is all of the stuff that we've been talking about today all just kind of all has to do with federal overreach government overreach, intrusion into our lives. They're literally just trying to take over everything. And, and what kind of a government does that? Uh, socialist, communist, Bingo. fascist. Bingo. Fits into those categories, yeah. don't it? But, you know, we haven't been teaching that in the school, so people can't oh, recognize yeah. it. They don't know. You know. And, you know, the funny thing is I'm hearing them all the time. I'm hearing on the news where they're criticizing these other countries for being fascist mm-hmm. and being oppressive on the people. Mm-hmm. It's like, people, they're doing it in this country, and yet they're judging other countries. And they're doing it right in front of you, and you don't even see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're really slick about how they do it. Oh, yes. You they're know? smart. Yeah, well, I, they It's are. smart. Yeah. It really is just kind of smart. Oh, oh, yeah. Right? We're doing it to, to protect you. We're doing it to protect you. Yeah. Yes. We, we, we got to protect, protect you. you. We got to keep you safe. That's our job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> starting to sound like Joe Biden. <laughs> We're going to keep you safe. <laughs> it's for your protection yeah. that yes. we raid your house. <laughs> That's right. We're keeping you safe. You know, by sending these 20 or 30 heavily armed uh, commandos up to your house and, and, you know, pointing laser sights at your children and your wife, it's all about keeping you safe. It's for your protection. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> but but th- but that is just the whole point of it, right? This this lunacy about an HB seven where where they're trying to pass this gender affirming care. Yeah, they're doing it for. You know, for so that nobody gets discriminated against, and that if a, t- a ten-year-old says that they they're really a, a boy in a girl's body, you as the teacher have to help them get gender affirming care. Right. But yet, but yet. These minors can't buy spray paint. They can't go get a tattoo. They cannot vote. They can't buy a gun. They can't go buy all this stuff. So we're doing those things for the protection of the children. That's right. But yet it's we, for the children. But yet we are allowing the children to make life-altering decisions and is it the without the family. It? Is it the children making that life-altering decision or somebody just pushing them towards it? Well, here's the interesting part. Do you remember when you were a, a wee child? No. Right? I was a tomboy. And I actually thought I was a tomboy. I actually thought imagine I was a Imagine what would have happened to you now. Exactly. Can you imagine? We'd be having a completely different well, conversation. Well, I'd be talking like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and and walking funny. <laughs> you know, but but they, we didn't do that back then. We didn't allow children to make these decisions. And today, we, we don't. Children can't go buy spray paint. But yet, our our New Mexican legislatures are saying they can. They they know what's best for them. They can. Aff- I heard one Linda Sorrento of Bernalillo County say at, at the committee, these children know what they are. The children can identify themselves. You know, and, and then you get into puberty, and then you're so confused on top of that. Really? Mm-hmm. You're going to... So much for children. Yeah. So much for children. Really, it's about your own little agenda. It is. Yeah. It is. So how do we get off on that topic? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, it's for your protection. That's right. <laughs> so, so there's this, uh, this, this lady uh, by the name of Jackie Bear, Bear, 
berger. It looks like burger, but it's got an apostrophe just in there. Just say burger. That, that's right. burger. I'll just call it burger. <laughs> Jackie burger. It sounds like a restaurant. It sounds like, oh. yeah, I'll have a Jackie burger well, just say, with hey, cheese, that lady mustard, that testified. and pickles, please. Yeah. Just say, yeah. hey, it's that lady that testified at the Arizona right. Elections Committee or something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have another clip. This is a good one. And what we're going to do is um, we're going to – I'm having so fun with these clips today. Anyway, so <laughs> – <laughs> Next week, it's going to be all clips and no people. I, I like, okay, I got some clips for all to hear. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, we'll break this down. I've got it, it various different things. And, okay. and basically, just as a, a little bit of a summary, you can listen for this in here. We're talking about election fraud. We're talking about falsified documents. We're talking about bribes. We're talking about corrupt officials at every level in the government of Arizona. So just a little preview. Okay, listen to this. I'm going to start with her intrusive. Get to hear who she is. She's definitely very qualified for this sort of thing. Here we go. And the title of her report is Preliminary findings of activities impacting Arizona's election integrity with specific focus focus on the 2020 and 2022 general elections. Well, good afternoon, Madam Chair. Good afternoon to, to everyone. Um, my name is Jacqueline Brega. And so, speak real break, close break to her. Sorry, I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> so the folks in Sholo can hear you. <laughs> I don't know if they want to. <laughs> or Prescott. Um, Is it Prescott or Prescott? Prescott, like a, I do like have a brisket. I degree like a in marketing, honors degrees in finan- financial accounting, business statistics, um, economics, and business strategy. So um, I've been a resident of Scottsdale. Arizona since 1997, and I own the Fine Insurance Agency, which is a farmer's insurance agency in the Valley. Since nine, 2019, I've been a principal investigator with the Harris Thaler Law Firm. Um, we have been investigating multiple multi-state rocket, racketeering and corruption. John Harris Thaler is our senior attorney, and he is in charge of this investigation. Mr. Thaler has been practicing law for 32 years. His firm specializes in investigating racketeering and corruption for both the public and the private sector, and he has participated in some of the largest investigations, both in the US and abroad. But with respect to the current matter at at hand, In 2006, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Illinois, Idaho, and Indiana investigated the laundering of drug cartel monies through a complex series of single-family home purchases in those particular states. By 2009, numerous real estate agents, escrow companies, and title insurers, insurers had been indicted, charged, and convicted of racketeering And in 2014, our office was asked to review the case file. The reason for this was whether we was was we were asked to determine whether monies from the sale of the properties had filtered to properties purchased in Arizona, specifically in the Maricopa and Pima County. We concluded that several real estate agents convicted in Iowa had set up laundering systems in Arizona and thereafter had transferred the proceeds of sales to the Panamanian corporations. 
Okay, so you get that there? What they're doing is mm. they've got real estate fraud going on in Arizona, and then what they're doing is this is how they're laundering money for the cartels. Well, I, I just found it interesting from that one piece is that in 2006, mm-hmm. Illinois was doing investigations. In 2009, there were indice, indictments in Illinois. And in 2014 is when this company, the the Thaler Law um, law firm, mm-hmm. got involved. So it's not like they just started in 2020. Mm-hmm. No. Right? So we, the, the, I think this is very important because this is what happens a lot. You know, you have a question, you're asked to do something, and... Um, as you are asking questions and investigating, you find revelations and you find some other fraudulent things. Exactly. So I think this is very important because they didn't go out looking for election fraud. Mm-mm. No, they, they didn't. They didn't, right? They stumbled across it through... Bingo. They were, they were just looking at real estate fraud, but it goes Correct. so much deeper and we're yes. going to get into that too. So yeah. let me, let me, I'm going to scoot this up a little bit to uh, like seven minute mark on this. I, I think that's important just to understand a little bit of background oh, yeah. there, you know? Oh, yeah. All right. So here we go. Okay. Let's play it there. Okay. Beginning in Illinois, Idaho, and Iowa, in the early 80s, cash earned or otherwise collected in the sale of illegal narcotics and human tra- trafficking activities conducted by the Sinaloan cartel had been laundered through the purchase of single-family residences. Laundering of this cartel money in Arizona through purchase and sale of the single-family residence began in and about 1994 and focused on new construction, particularly in Santan Valley, Litchfield Park, Goodyear, and Avondale. Cartel monies mostly came from illicit narcotic sales, which include crystal meth, meth, cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl, as well as human trafficking. In addition to purchase and sales of single-family residents, cash is laundered through inflated and falsified construction invoices falsified charitable donations, tuitions paid on fake students allegedly, attempting private, allegedly attending private trade schools, and falsified bankruptcies. Wells Fargo bank bankers in Arizona and in multiple additional states have engaged in opening, checking, and direct deposits uh, accounts for, fraud, for, for um, phantom people. Resources, including city government officials and agencies in Mesa, Arizona has also been integral in the laundering activities. Since 2010, money laundering has exceeded $7.5 billion. In Arizona, laundered cash is used in part to bribe elected and appointed public officials and their support staff. The principal preparers of the documents necessary to effect the racketeering enterprise are Donna Ray Chavitz, a resident of Mesa, and her daughter, Brittany Ray Chavitz. To date, more than 10,000 falsified documents have been recorded with the Maricopa County Recorder's Office. We estimate that more than 35,000 warranty deeds and trust deeds evidencing fraudulent transactions exist in the database. The number of falsified notarizations exceeds over 15,000. Okay, think about this, okay? We're talking just thousands and thousands of falsified documents it sounds like Wells Fargo was involved in it. You've got obviously people in government that are there that are taking these documents in, mm-hmm. in which there's numerous. I mean, anytime like schools, universities are involved in this fraud too. It's like, and don't you have to prove who you are before you do these things? Yes, you do. Even the but, county assessor sounds like it's involved. Yeah, everybody. 
but like like you said earlier, Corrine, uh, money. You pay somebody enough money, oh, they'll look the other way. It's like, yeah, we'll do this, you know, whatever. It's just a little overlook here. Yeah. What's oh, a big deal? Oh, yeah. Uh, I made a bazillion dollars. What's a big deal? Yeah, yeah. And then they come back with you to do more stuff, and then you're you're addicted to, to the money, to the fa- power, to the fame, and that's where it all goes to pot. Well, not only that, but here, <clears throat> after, you, after you commit the first uh, crime of fraud. And nobody says nothing. Then they've got you right where they want you. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, you're going to do what you're told. Or else or we're going to. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna turn you in. Yep. You know? Yeah, that's where it goes. It's like you, you break the law just one time, you go along with it, and then you, then they own you. Or, or, and, well, I mean, even without money, I mean, you break the law one time, uh, and nobody says anything, then you're, more than likely, your human nature is to do it again. Yeah, yeah. To see how much you can get there again, away it becomes with. Normalized. Exactly. And Especially this is, if the money is good. Well, even if the power. Yeah. I mean, it's not just money. People are, are addicted to the power and the fame. You know, like it's so dumb. Let me just give you a really dumb example. In 2020, I was putting Trump signs all around Sandoval County. I don't know why. I love that. I could do it on my own time. Yeah. And blah 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 yeah. blah. And you remember they were just getting stolen left and right. Yeah, yeah. And it pissed me off excuse my language mm-hmm. it really did because i'm participating in a free america these are the election rules i should be able to do that right and so uh, nothing was kind of getting done and so me and my ch- sons my two sons we did a recognizance right there on the across the street from the sandoval county courthouse i don't know if it's reco- i think I it's reconnaissance know. reconnaissance there you I go i think recognizance has to do with your <laughs> Mental stability or something. <laughs> I think it's reconnaissance. Okay. We, we, we were sitting behind bushes. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, we were sitting behind bushes because you know what? That's my right to put up a sign and I'm going to catch you. Yeah. So we're sitting there, my chance and my Marcus. And then my son goes, mom, this is really dumb. What are you going to, what's a big deal? And I looked at him and I said, you know what the big deal is, son? Is that these people who are stealing these stupid signs, they're going to be stealing your car next. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be going over there and, and, and burglarizing your home. So that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, People, yeah. you give them a little bit, and then nobody catches them, and then they'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll do it again. If it's not for money, it's for power within you know whatever entity you're at. And so that's why it's so important that we have to keep people accountable because we have to make uh, being these little crimes be a deterrent for bigger crimes. But we don't seem to understand that because, you know, we're so worried about how people feel about if. Well, you you know, know, there was an argument made for that a while back in which how New Mexico is letting these people get away with these little crimes. Yep. Well, people committing little crimes, that turns uh, little crimes into big crimes. And you know, it's only 4% of the population who commit all the crimes. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? 4%? Mm. And I know in Rio Rancho, uh, because I live in Rio Rancho, um, it's a different world than than Albuquerque. But our law enforcement, the APD, you know, they they pull APD, RRPD, they they pull over people for even speeding. And did you know know a lot of crimes... They, they find a lot of people when they pull them over for speeding. Oh, yeah. And it preve- yeah. it's preventative. So when people get all angry that the, our police department is pulling over people for speeding, I say, good job, because it's those people. So be careful out there, people in Rio Rancho. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the government is there. The police department is there for when you do wrong. And if you do wrong, you ought to be caught. Well, oh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. curious, though. What happened? You hid in the bushes. Did you actually oh. find anybody well, taking no, your well, sign? You know what happened? So my <laughs> other son, my my older son, Chance, he goes, what are you going to do when, when you see somebody Isn't get it fun sign? catching people red-handed? It really I, is. I, There's it, a certain amount of it is. For that. It, it is. Really and then is. and then he says, and then he goes, what are you going to do, Mom? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's why I brought you along. 
I go, I don't know, take a picture of their license? But we never caught anybody. But three weeks later, in the bright of day, my husband is passing by Enchanted Hills Plaza by the PetSmart there. I had put my Trump sign there. And he pu- I left. It's there. He comes back. And there is a girl pulling out the Trump sign. So he's got, my husband is kind of a geek. He had his dash cam on. He pulls around and gets her on video. And he confronts her. And so we blast it all on Facebook. We found out where she worked. She worked at the PetSmart. My husband contacted PetSmart and said, I want you to know the people that you're employing. And and do you agree? Are committing federal crimes. It is a crime. Yes. And and my husband, they asked my husband, well, do you want us to fire her? My husband's like, no, I don't want you to fire her. But you need to approach her and let her know that she will be fired if she continue that you're right you're right so it was but nobody wants to to slap people on the mm-hmm. the wrist for a little crime yeah and that's totally insane you you would you would do that to your children right yeah if, yeah. if, if your children stole a piece of bubble gum i don't know my mom made me go and give the bubble gum back i made my children go and give you it's a preventative so they don't steal bigger things at you walmart know, that reminds me years ago, there was, uh, when I was, I don't know, I think it was like 19 or something, I was working at this convenience store. And there was a, a friend of mine that would come in and sometimes just when he was bored, he didn't have anything to do, he'd come in and hang out with me. Mm-hmm. And so he's hanging out, just kind of acting as like my security in the store, you know, just watching what was going on. And some kid came in, it's like a young teenager, you know, comes in. And he had managed to get out of my field of view and uh, and stuffed his pockets with uh, a bunch of candy and stuff. And so my friend comes up to me and he says, hey, he says, see that kid right there? He said, he just stuffed his pockets full of a bunch of candy and stuff. He's getting ready to steal it. I said, oh, okay. So I watched the kid, you know, and thinking, oh, okay, let's see. I'm going to give him a chance, give him the benefit of the doubt, uh-huh, see if uh-huh. he comes up for you. No, he's heading for the door. And then my friend walks over to the door and steps in front of it and says, didn't you forget something? And he's like, what, what? And it's like, well, you know, all that stuff you got in your pockets that you didn't pay for. It's like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, you know, you've been busted, you know. He'd probably been doing that for a while and getting yeah. away with it. But we yeah. caught him, you know. And uh, so I picked up the phone and... Me and my friend were both v- friends with all the cops in the local uh-huh, area. Uh-huh. Called the called the local, you know, Miami Township Police. This was in in Ohio, and one of the guys shows up and he comes up to me and says, "Hey, what's going on?" And I told him what was going on. He says, "What What do you want me to do with him?" You know, because like you know, the, yeah, you know, whatever. Just scare him straight, <laughs> would you? That, that's about <laughs> I told him. I said, "Well, I'll tell you what." I said, um, "I said I, I don't want this kid to have a record and ruin his life." Right. I said, "But but." He needs to. He needs to learn a lesson. I said. I said. Why don't you drive him home in your squad car, and and talk to his parents? He said. Oh, okay. I'll do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> he took, and did you did you scare him straight? Oh, oh. Well, I'm, I'm finishing the oh, story tell here. Me. So takes him home, and then so I don't know. It wasn't long after that. Maybe a couple weeks after that, or that kid comes back in the store, and thanked me, and he said. I just want to thank Aww. you for not getting me in trouble. He said, although he says, when I got home, he says, my my dad gave me a really bad spanking. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, I said, you know. But you know what is interesting? Isn't that love? Yeah, it was. But see, nowadays, uh, uh, if, if you don't have the good Philly kind of love, people don't see it as love. To me, that's yeah. absolutely love. When you call out people yeah. and, and you help them do right that is absolutely love. Yeah. I mean, I could have had him arrested. He would have had a police record the rest of his life. Yeah. And it's like, 
but no, it's like I wanted to give him a chance to realize what he was doing yeah. and to do and to do better. And I really I think due to the fact that he came in and talked to me and told me thank you. Yeah. I think that means a lot. I think I might have yeah. turned that kid's life around. Absolutely. And I, so. I think that's the whole point of whistleblowers. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 there's some things gone on in my county that I'm, I think I'm being a whistleblower on. And it's not to, to take somebody down from their position. It's to let's correct it mm-hmm. so that we can not happen again. Yeah. Because our party is in shambles. Yeah. And society is in shambles when we do not... Um, help people correct their behavior. Yeah. Right? That's what all this rehabilitation is in the prison so that they can be re- rehabilitated to come out, you know, but let's 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 start where 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 we yeah. need to do and it's about loving people and helping them get right and and so that we can um have some faith in some of our all right, things well, out let's there. Conti- let's continue this, okay. uh, this this video. This is pretty good stuff. Okay, here we go. So where were we? Donna and Brittany participate in racketeering activities, which also include facilitating the bribes to the public officials, tax evasion, payroll theft, bankruptcy fraud, insurance fraud, and extortion. Everybody's in the city of Mesa. Arizona. Everybody is a racketeering organization. Look at Mesa. Yeah, as that term is defined in 18 U.S.C. section 1961. To protect the enterprise, civil rights are systematically and systematically and systemically violated to preserve racketeering activities. Fines and outrageous cash bonds are used to collect monies which are then skimmed and redirected into the racketeering enterprises. The City of Mesa Police Department operates within it a private police department that is I mean, used this is the kind of stuff that happens in movies right. enterprises. but this is not fiction this really happens Officers in real life participating in this force Dirty are cops. compensated with monies paid through the phony mortgage schemes and other related schemes officers operating within this private force systemically violate our fourth amendment rights by breaking and entering into private properties, wiretapping, computer hacking, cell phone hacking, and by using relative related surveillance techniques without warrant. Officers also plant evidence and hide exculpatory evidence. Multiple state agency databases have been infiltrated or hacked, thus allowing falsified documents to be uploaded into, into them and allowing legitimate documents to be removed. Okay, so to, to say that if the government deems you an enemy of the state, this is, ob- this is proof right here of what they can do to you, literally. Like this corrupt Biden crime family that's running this – well, not really running this country, but you know is claiming to run this country. They can do anything they want to you. If they deem you an enemy, they can falsify documents. They can, they can have corrupt, dirty cops arrest you. They can have a completely compromised FBI come out and raid your house. There, there's even – and it's coming up here in a second. You know, we've even heard about Republican officials be having their houses raided. They call it being swatted. That's a whole new term that's came out over the last few years is getting swatted. Well, what you're saying is that if, if you're deemed an enemy of the state, they can falsify documents so that another town over, if you have a warrant out for your arrest, and oh. it looks real that you're going down. Exactly. And, exactly. And to date, what they said. And the people that are, the people are coming after you may think they're doing the right thing. They may actually think you're a hardened criminal. Yeah. You know? Got it. So that involves good people 
in on the corruption. Yep. To date, more than 10,000 falsified documents have been recorded with the Maricopa County Records Office. They estimate that more than 35,000 warranty deeds and trust deeds evidencing fraudulent transactions exist in the database. So you're saying that if they can do this, they can do whatever. Oh, yeah. And yep. can they can they commit election fraud without any clear evidence being able to be found? Yes, they can. Yeah. Because they yes, can falsify. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. They, they did. can falsify documents. And and they, and they even had phantom people working. Phantom fake people. Fake people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fake people with with. Isn't with, that crazy? Yes, with that documentation. Like a movie I know it of does. them getting paid. A science and, fiction movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. crazy. It absolutely. I know. Just boggles my mind. Let's see. Let's with the last couple of minutes of this. I'm going to cover a little bit more of this. Let's see. Um, okay, I'm going to go on this one here. Hacking ballot printers. Oh, yeah, do that one. Okay. I need to hear it over and over again because it just seems all so oh, unbelievable. There's so much here. Okay, here we yeah. go. Go, got it. It's yeah. architects specifically designed the system with multiple backdoor entry points. These points permit the uploading of falsified documents and the removal of genuine documents from the county system. It's like 1984, the Ministry of Truth. It's exactly like that. The, the database. And have an eyewitness to, to testify for that. Over the past 15 years, Brittany has used her access to load falsified judgments. And so on. Falsify judgments. Judgments. There you go. When we just talking about that? Yeah, right. Um, Make you look like a criminal. Beginning in 2017, the accents points have been used to change vote to- totals and their on election Wait, results. You should replay that again. Illegal transfers what? have been made. What did she just say? What she just said here. here let's, 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 let's run that again. Yeah. Did I hear her right? I think you better run that again. We have seen Brittany access the, the database and have an eyewitness just to testify for that. Over the past 15 years, Brittany has used her access to load falsified judgments, and so on. Um, Beginning in 2017, the accents points have been used to change vote totals, and there are changing vote totals. Illegal transfers have been made and provided to Runback and Jeff Ellison. The phony deeds used in the scheme to move money to candidates are created by Brittany. For-profit and non-profit PACs are also created by Brittany and used to move money for candidates. PACs? During the 2020 70 precincts suffered ch- changes to their printer settings, despite being tested the night before the election. Uh-huh. The changes in those settings were made through computer infiltration, not manually or by some never-before-seen error. The uncontrollable ballots were placed in box three and allegedly driven to run back. Witness information provided on October 2020 20, 20 confirms that more than 100,000 filled in ballots and more than $13 million were identified. Do you not think that that could significantly change the resu- results of the election in Arizona? No. Didn't happen. Not true. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. So for you to say, oh, well, we can't find. Well, maybe they make it impossible for you to find the evidence. But here we have evidence that the corruption has been happening. Yep. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And uh, we're going to be back uh, for the final segment. And we're going to talk about uh, an installment of the Twitter files. 
I'm going to try to cover those as much as I can. This is a really good one. So we will be back. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2020. 226. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And we're here with our guest, Kareen Rios, today. I, uh, I wanted to uh, let you know about uh, the launch of our live streaming show that is coming up. And that is going to be starting on March 24th. Mm. So on March 24th, you will be able to, and actually, if you go to our website, Freedom Speak nm.com i have a link on there to the rumble uh, rumble link and it'll be the, the 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 one that's live streaming will be the one on the top we'll have phone lines you'll be able to call in you'll be able to uh interact with us and be part of the show um we will at that point we'll also have the ability to bring in guests from anywhere and I've, I've got a whole bunch of people all over the country that would love to be a guest as soon as we have the ability to bring them in via phone line. I so, think that's going to be awesome. I want to do that. <laughs> you want to call? You want to be on the phone line? You can call in, Kareen. Hey, I live, I live like 45 minutes away. And so I'm like, I, my husband was asking me that morning. Yeah. This morning, yeah. as I'm driving 45 minutes over here, hey, can't you just call in? 
And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. So, hey, that's great news yeah. for my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like having you here. I like looking at you when I'm talking to you. That's way better. You like all my facial expressions. <laughs> but um, we'll have a lot of options on that. We'll have that's phone cool. lines. We'll also have the ability to bring people in on video also. Mm. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And Ryan Penfeld is helping us with getting started with that. And yeah. he's going to be Yay, Ryan. He's going to be with us for the next uh, couple of months uh, while we're getting all of this stuff set up, like kind of like the little audio problem we fixed this morning. And we it's like, you know, we run into these little bugs every once in a while. I was like, oh, we got to fix that one. Yeah. And uh, and then eventually we get everything exactly right. So it's I a see lot. good things happening for you. Oh, I it's hope gonna so. It's going to open up because, so. you know, we talked about some other stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to open up some more opportunities for you. So that's yeah. exciting. So, yeah. So March 24th, um, we... We normally record the show on Friday morning from 9 a.m. to noon. Mm -hmm. And so what we'll be doing is, and a a lot of you might be listening to our show on Saturdays on KDAZ Radio, and it'll still be playing, but that it'll be a replay like it has been all along. But uh, if you want to join in on the live show while we're recording. Oh, that's on a Friday. It'll be on a Friday, like 9 a.m. to noon. Like today, like we're, we're doing it today. So like if we get a call from somebody from a county, we can, they can actually be on the show. Exactly. They can be on the show. Wow. So, so you can, if you want to listen to us doing the show live, click on the Rumble uh, link on the webpage, and then you can go on there and you can even see us, you can listen to us, and you can call in if you want. Oh. And yeah. So I guess I got to look a little better and put yeah, some yeah, makeup on. Yeah. You might have to. <laughs> Maybe comb my hair. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so anyway, that's going to be a lot of fun, and mm. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, it'll we'll have a much broader range of guests also calling mm-hmm. in and joining the show. And it's going to open up a lot of doors. So um, yep. it's going to be fun. I think so, it's too. It's going to be fun. So anyway, I'll update you more on that next week, too, So and remind you. Anyway, so I want to talk a little bit about the Twitter files. I've been covering those. I'm up to release 12 now. And so I wanted to talk about that, what that, you know, what that talks about. Basically, um, it talks about how Twitter ended up basically uh, being in bed with the federal government, how that all started. During the elections to suppress Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people in regards to the election. Exactly. Yep. And so, well, let's just, I'm going to bring up the page on this thing too. Let's see. Okay. Anyway, on line one, it talks about how Twitter, basically it, this thing talks about how Twitter ended up being part of the intelligence community, essentially. And line two, it talks about, this was on August of 2017. It says that Facebook decided to suspend 300 accounts with suspected Russian origin. And Twitter didn't seem to be worried about that. And the reason was is because its leaders, they were saying they didn't have a Russian problem. At the time, the the executives at Twitter, they didn't really see any kind of real serious Russian activity going on on social media. Now, Facebook had said they did, okay? 
I don't know the validity of that actually at all. But in September of 2017, now this is line six through seven, and, and by the way, I'll have the show notes uploaded to the website after we do the show, and if you want to read this more thoroughly, just like that video we did before the break, um, you can listen to the whole thing from beginning to end. It's a wealth of information, yep. and we just didn't have time to cover the entire thing. It's like 45 much. minutes. Yeah, it's like 40. It's a 45-minute thing, but this lady really did some serious And it goes research. by so fast. I thought, I'm oh. not going to read for oh. I'm not going to watch 45 minutes, and before I knew it, mm-hmm. it was over, and I'm just like, wow. Yep. So go there, do it, listen to it. So um, at the time, Twitter, uh, this was September of 2017. They did a review, and Twitter informed the Senate that it suspended 22 possible Russian accounts and 179 others with possible links to those accounts. And that was among a total of 2,700 suspects manually examined, and that's all they found. Now... Senator Mark Warner, Virginia, Democrat, of course, on the Intelligence Committee. That's questionable. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Held an immediate press conference to denounce Twitter's report as, frankly, inadequate at every level. So apparently he was not happy because they were not fighting enough Russians, darn it. Really? Yes. Mm. Line 9. Talks about... Keep producing material. After meeting with congressional leaders, Crowell wrote, Warner has political incentive to keep this issue at top of the news. Maintain pressure on us. That's a Solilinsky tactic. Uh, and rest of industry to keep producing material for them. So darn it, they want to keep them. They want to keep that Russian material coming because at the time they were pushing this phony Russian narrative. Mm-hmm. Remember how they were saying that Trump was a Russian agent. So, line 10, this person by the name of Crowell said, taking their cues from Hillary Clinton, Dems were taking cues from Hillary Clinton, who that week said, it's time for Twitter to stop dragging its heels and live up to the fact that its platform is being used as a tool for cyber warfare. Who said that? Hillary Clinton did. Hmm. When was this? This was uh, back around the same time. There was a, this was in 2017. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. This was back when they were pushing the whole Russian collusion hoax. Well, not in 2017, was it? Yeah. Wasn't the... Co- Remember Trump was elected 2016. in 2016. They started that nonsense right, right after he go. was elected. Okay. Yeah. Line 11... <laughs> In growing anxiety over its PR PR problems, public relations, Twitter formed a Russian task force to proactively self-investigate. So they're not finding enough Russians. So they they appointed a task, a special Russia task force to help find more Russians. But it was self-investigate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> and, and because here's the problem, it's like. Basically, public relations. The government is literally trying to ruin Twitter by claiming. I guess you might say that they were claiming they were harboring Russian agents on their platform, and weren't exposing them. They didn't exist, but that didn't matter. So, line twelve. The Russian task force, they started mainly with data shared from counterparts at Facebook, centered around accounts supposedly tied to Russia's Internet Research Agency, acronym IRA. 
but the search for Russian perfidy, perfidy, what's perfidy mean? That's over my head. Yeah, me too. I don't know that <laughs> word. Was a dud. Apparently, they weren't finding Russians. Uh, okay. So, so are you are you trying to tell me that they planted Russian so that they could make the well? Well, look? no. They they wanted to find Russians so they could so they could justify. But they weren't. The hoax. So I'm saying so they weren't finding enough. They weren't finding enough Russians. <clears throat> so then they planted some Russians in there or Russian tweets or Russian something. I don't know. They don't mention that, but I wouldn't oh, doubt it. Okay. So. Line 13 through 17 says, under pressure to find Russian accounts. We planted some. (laughs) (laughs) Virtually no evidence of Russian activity. uh, Twitter's search finding only two significant accounts. After all of this effort, only two significant accounts. One of which is Russia Today. I guess that's like some kind of a publication. Mm -hmm. Was based on the same data that later inspired panic headlines like Russian influence reached 126 million through Facebook alone. See, that was just a made-up number. Mm -hmm. That's like saying 7 million people Mm -hmm. died of COVID. That is nonsense, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, even, even the supposed conservative a lot of them are falling for it too saying seven million people died from covid yeah that's a lie people it's a lie a lot of people died because of protocols yep oh remdesivir oh that's one of those protocols Mm -hmm. or withholding hydroxychloroquine Mm -hmm. and and all Mm -hmm. of those sorts of things withholding oh not letting people get out in the sun keeping them shut up in their houses not letting people exercise basically making people unhealthy so that they would be weaker and they would die lines 18 through 22 before i get off on that tangent yeah let's go go back to your twitter files yeah yeah. line 22 (laughs) twitter being attacked by bad pr and threatened with legislation because they couldn't find evidence of Russian activity. <laughs> they were trying. <laughs> Twitter accused they were accused of deleting accounts. Okay, so the government is saying, "Oh, well, you've obviously deleted those accounts to cover it up." How do you prove that? You know, Senate Dems threatened FEC legislation on political ads. So basically what they're saying here is unless you can produce some more Russians, we're going to have the FEC coming down on you and we're going to prevent you from making any money. I mean, that's ad, ad revenue. I mean, that's how they make their money, right? That's how they stay in business. You want to say something? Blackmail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Black what that mail. is. <laughs> Line 26. Okay, so I've got to stop you there. What what are you reading from, all these lines? Oh, I got this from a... I'm trying uh, to catch on, but it's not snapping. So in my brain, what are you reading from? This is uh, from Matt uh, Taibbi. He's one of the one of the journalists that's been going through, scouring through these Twitter. So files. okay, so right now uh, we're having an oversight committee asking Twitter if they colluded with the government. Uh huh. Is that what you're talking about? Well, the government is saying that they want Russia. They want. They think Twitter has Russians on their platform. They're and saying they want that right them- now. Well, this is from 2017. 20, okay, that's where I lost you. Yes, I'm leading up here. Okay. To how, this is the lead up to how Russia essentially up, became the female dog of the government. Gotcha, gotcha. You guys know what a female so dog is, So let's go back right? to 2017, and this is what, what's, what, everything that you've read is what they said in 2017. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Well, okay. I'm a little okay. slow. Wake up there. <laughs> okay. Okay, go. All right, so. 
lines 18 through 22, Twitter being attacked by bad PR, the, the threatened, basically they, they were telling the government, saying, oh, well, you deleted accounts because you can't find your Russians. Um, line 26, the committees appear to have leaked, even as Twitter prepared to change its ads policy and remove RT, I think that was that pre, that Russia, Russia Today thing or whatever I talked about earlier, and Sputnik to placate Washington – that's in order to make them happy. It's like, okay, if it'll make you happy, mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll get rid of these two people. Congress turned to heat, turned the heat up more, apparently leaking the larger list of 2,700 accounts that was suspected accounts that turned out they really weren't <coughs> Russian accounts. Okay. But, you know, they're trying to, you know, okay. inflate the public into thinking, oh, Twitter's harboring Russians. Oh, like the 10 uh, officers dead in, Ex- in January Exactly 6th? like that, okay. yes, that didn't exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know... Apparently, the government does produce non-existent people. We found that. We found that. Line 27. Reporters from all over started to call Twitter about Russia links. BuzzFeed. Oh, that's a real reputable uh, source. Working with the University of Sheffield claimed to find a new network on Twitter that had close connections to Russian-linked bot accounts. Lines 28 to 29, Twitter further pressured to find Russian connections. Now, by the way, I'm just there's more in there than this. I'm just I went through and I just kind of took the gist of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Line 30, reporters now know this is a model that works. This cycle threatened legislation wedded to scare headlines pushed by congressional intel sources, followed by Twitter caving to moderation asks would later be formalized in partnerships with federal law enforcement. Here we go. This is how it all happened. This is how Twitter got sucked in to basically following the orders from the federal government. Be wep- Isn't that what they're talking about, weaponizing? Weaponizing. They, they, they... Weaponizing social media. Mm-hmm. There we go. Lines 31 through 33. Twitter soon settled on its future posture. It's like, okay. We're going to do whatever we're told. In public, it removed content at our sole discretion. That's the government saying this, okay? Privately, they would offboard anything identified by the U.S. intelligence community as a state-sponsored entity conducting cyber operations. In other words, Twitter was going to do what they were told by the federal government. Now, Sounds about right. Is this a blatant violation of the First Amendment? Mm-hmm. Blatant. But it's for your protection. That's right. It's because to, words hurt. It's to keep you safe. It's to keep you safe. That's right. What's wrong with you? So like I said earlier, at this point, Twitter was the female dog of the government. You know what another word mm-hmm. for a female dog is? It starts mm-hmm. with a B, mm-hmm. ends with an H. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Can't say that word over the air. And they're <laughs> a rat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and they're rats because, you know, you had people on Twitter mm-hmm. and then they ratted out their own people. Yeah. So now they're rats to me. Rats. Right? Hold that pin for a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I want to finish? I I think we got enough time to talk about the what's really in the lab-grown meat, right? I love that article. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Make you hate me Hey, hey, we're going to lunch, aren't we? We, Let's not do that. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to go vegetarian for lunch. (laughs) Salads. This is fantastic. Yeah. Maybe we'll eat salads the rest of our lives. So, lab-grown meat. Okay, now you hear the, uh, you know, I'm always, 
Well, wait a minute. I don't feel like we finished the Twitter file. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. What, you, what else do you want to add to I that? I don't know. So you did all this thing from 2017, and now that we have all those MAGA Republicans that pressured McCarthy to do oh, get them on the oversight committee, yeah, they are yeah. actually now finding out the truth of what Twitter and our government agencies did during the election. Right. Correct? Yeah. 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 And they did censor people. Yes, they did. They so censored that, that, people. that was the point of the Twitter files right. that you read all that stuff because yes. it really is true now. Yeah. Once you find the truth, um, you, you know, everything that we were saying back then and people lay, labeled us as conspiracy theorists, it's actually it coming is. to pass. And I think we have done a really good job today of showing to the extent that the government can do anything they want to do. And they yep. can cover it up. Absolutely. And they can document it. And they can make it look real. Because they threaten they blackmail. They wave money in your face. They create phony, phony, a, yes. a phony rap sheet yeah. for you, basically. Yeah, and then they pry on our fleshiness to not want to question, to be uh, like everybody else, or our insatiable appetite for money. Yeah, and money. that is the infallible man. It is, and that's why we are in the state we are in because of people. Mm-hmm. You know, and people that are for sale. Pe- there you go. Yeah, people that are for sale. Yeah. I know. Hmm. Okay, so the Twitter files, they were used to censor people, used to censor candidates. Well, the Twitter, the twi- okay, now, now let's get this straight. Okay, the Twitter straight. files are basically, Matt, Matt Taibbi has been going through these communications of the Twitter stuff that was going on at the time. In 27. And uncovered this stuff. Okay. To prove how the government had been, was manipulating. But back then, nobody believed it. Nobody believed it. But now, they do because now we're actually asking questions. And I've yeah. seen some of the oversight, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the oversight questions to these Twitter people. And it's quite amazing you know, uh, like I saw this one lady was questioning the, these people from Twitter and she's saying, so you, why, are you a doctor? And then this lady from Twitter, mm-hmm. no. So then why, wh- who, why do you think you could censor a doctor from posting stuff on Twitter? Right. Somebody with like a doctorate degree, exactly. somebody that's been in the field for 30 years, and she, somebody uh, that's a renowned published expert in the field. Right, who's published articles in, the, in all these journals. Peer-reviewed articles. Exactly. Yes. And so the lady just had to say, well, it came from this person. You know, and it's, it's amazing. It, yeah. it's, it's absolutely amazing when... When you have righteous people who want to get some questions and some answers, yeah. the truth will come out. Yeah, well, And even if they don't answer, you could see it in their whole body mm-hmm. language Oh yeah, and the things that they don't say. Yeah. And I think that's even more important. Oh, no. You know, but the government did use Twitter to suppress candidates for running in 2020. Yes, they totally did. And that's, and a, the, and and that's the point. And of, the claims that Carrie Lake is making about Maricopa County in Arizona, yep. I believe they're true. I, you, how can you not? And, uh, and, and, I've, and I've explained to you the extent by which they can cheat mm-hmm. and they can cover their tracks. But, fake you know, deeds, uh, fake notary publics, fake, fake mortgage banks. I mean, know, yeah. Fake people. And I hear know. all this, but what is going to come of it, though? Mani- manipulated what? election printers. I, I get, mm-hmm. it, just, it, it just goes on and on and on. Well, I, I think Stella has a good point. And what is the point? Because we've been asking that since 2020, right? And then what's mm-hmm. the point? Mm-hmm. Well, the point is we still have to fight so that we can get people in those places, right? Because if you don't get people angry... 
nobody's going to be running for something. No, nobody's going to want to get as a magistrate judge mm. to do anything. So I think exposing some of this might get people angry enough to go run for something so that they can sit on an oversight committee and call out these people. But then they're just fallible men. So sometimes you have the evil trying to bribe them. Do you know what I mean? Or get rid of them. Or get rid of yep. yep. That's the most scary part. Yeah. Just and and, and I, what, what becomes of it, I don't know. But I know that um, I have peace because I've spoken out. Mm-hmm. And if anything, that might incite somebody else to speak up. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I just can't sit by. Me, Corrine Rios, cannot just sit by. And see and it do all happening. Nothing, mm-hmm. Right? And so what, uh, the only thing I can do is bring it to light and Rebecca and Stella bring it to light to get other people uh, getting off their butt, their butt talks. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, I don't know what's going to come of it. I, I really don't, but I don't know, but we got to fight regardless. We have to fight. And I'm at peace with myself knowing that I, that I'm doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. instead of just having regrets that, you know, I have nothing to lose. My children do. Yeah. Our children do. The world that they're going to live in is dependent on you. And it's not really dependent, but I, I'm not going to go down without a fight. That's my attitude. Yeah. I have nothing to lose. Yeah. So yeah. What, what's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. So let's wrap, this, let's wrap the show with this oh, little already? story. This is going to be good. All we right. Let's go. Yeah. So lab-grown meat. You know, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> I was hoping not to talk about I that. I want to talk about this She's one. determined. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Go on with your lab-grown meat. Okay. So, I'm always teasing vegetarians all the time because they're always talking about, well, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to eat, you know, Bambi or they don't want to, you know, and, but they buy this processed food because, I mean, face it, I mean, if you're going to be really a vegetarian, you're just going to be living off salads and vegetables and, and fruit. That's it. Okay. But no, they have to make it into something that looks like. It's meat. Like a burger, those like, uh, veggie like, burgers? Like a verg- veggie burger. Is that what you're burger. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a Beyond Beyond Beef burger or whatever. Okay. One of those things. Okay. But, so you don't know what's in that. You don't know what's in it. Well, doesn't now, it say cardboard? Yeah. <laughs> Styrofoam. Styrofoam. <laughs> crickets. You know. They're, they're, hey, crickets are healthy. They are. They really are. You know, but, here, you know, and they've even got guidelines on it. Like, they're, it's acceptable for a certain amount of bugs to be in the food. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, there really is federal guidelines for you that. You probably eat crickets and you don't and even know. Oh I'm sure God. you've eaten plenty Bugs. of crickets. Oh. So, well, now but here's where, it gets, here's where it gets really bad, though. Mm. Okay, so the uh, you've heard about these this lab-grown meat that Bill Gates and okay, yes. Klaus Schwab and all these other bunch of globalists, bunch of they communists want, They want to feed you, but not them. They, they yeah. want you yeah. to eat. Yeah, you, they want you but to eat them. the lab. But not them. They want to eat the real cow, is what you're they, saying. They, yeah. yeah. They're saving the real one for themselves. <laughs> See, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> you get to eat the imitation. <laughs> so... I'm looking at this article from the Citizens Journal, and of course it'll be in the show notes. You might want to read the whole thing. But they're talking about this uh, this cultured meat products. And they're questioning – I like this I like this thing here where they say, A report at Bloomberg raises the unpleasant suggestion that leading scientists agree that cultured meat products won't give you cancer. <laughs> but the industry doesn't have the decades of data to prove it. So it's trying to avoid the question instead. Of course. 
But the question got brought up, which kind of makes you believe it's probably true, right? That seems to be the case anymore with everything. Well, further on down the line, they said they couldn't prove now that it doesn't give you cancer. Yeah, they can't prove that it won't give you cancer. Mm -hmm. So what is lab-grown meat exactly? Yeah, fill me in. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) In... In an article by the National Pulse, or no, the National Pulse, oh, National Pulse, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a publication. They said, we could eat malignant chicken tumors by the bucket load, lab-grown meats, impending cancer, impending cancer problem. Hmm. Well, what they're talking about is that, you know, what you're led to believe is that these, these cells – like these, like a, a, a beef cell or a cow cell or whatever, that they can put it in a petri dish and it just keeps dividing and dividing and dividing, and but that's not what it naturally does. And there is a process that they use when they're producing vaccines, in which they're doing this same kind of procedure, and it's like way more complicated than I understand actually. But what you're basically eating when you're eating a lab-grown meat is you're basically eating a precancerous tumor. Okay. Is what chi- they're talking. A chicken. Pre- <laughs> well, precancerous. So you tumor. want to say that again? Okay. <laughs> Let me find. <laughs> so this lab-grown meat yes. is code word for you're eating cancer. Precancerous, precancerous tumors. Okay, so when the meat reproduces like this, it grows like a cancer in the lab. And who funded this research and this and this and this this stuff? Who knows? <laughs> well, there, there Bill Gates. Lunch. There goes my lunch. <laughs> Salad here. I Everything's going to be in questioning now. <laughs> it says here the National Pulse says industry types are confident that eating such products poses no risk, although there isn't any hard data. But it's not difficult to see, even if the products are proven safe, how people might be put off by the thought they're eating a glorified tumor. Yuck. Nice. Yeah, huh? I, I, uh, I, I didn't need that story. <laughs> I don't want to remember. Oh, that. hey, hey! I got this clip. I got to finish the show with. You're gonna like this. Alrighty, one. let's okay, see. Okay, here we go. Okay. I'm ready. It's not a tumor. That's right, Arnold. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Should <laughs> I go eat some beef? Oh my goodness. So, oh. anyway, that's that's the truth about lab-grown meat. Thanks, I, I needed that one. It I, is a tuma. I just want to say, where's the beef? <laughs> the real beef. Yeah. <laughs> so All right, anyway, let's go eat more chicken. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to go have, have a steak or something. Anyway, hey, so thank you for listening, and uh, make sure you listen to us. Uh, it, those of you, well, actually, you are going to be listening to us <laughs> on KDAZ right now. And we'll continue to be on that, even when we're doing the live stream. So, anyway, so... Freedom and liberty are rights, not privileges. Just say no to the globalist and the communist. I will not comply. And the fascist. And the fascist. And the people that don't have any common sense. That's right. And And remember, (laughs) just tell them all that we will not comply and we are the the resistance. resistance. See ya. (laughs) 